electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed, good old boy Gary Milby raises millions with his promises of Kentucky oil. My son will be still getting checks off of these wells whenever I'm gone, and that's what I like. That's what I'm doing it for. But his guarantees of black gold aren't just unlikely, they're impossible. 40, 50, 60 barrels of oil a day. That's not going to happen. Investors begin to wonder where their money's gone. And one answer comes in a surprising fashion. Oh, my God! By featuring lavish parties for 16-year-old girls, the MTV show My Super Sweet 16 is the definition of conspicuous consumption. My life is totally awesome. But in February 2007, one episode causes some viewers to do more than just roll their eyes. I really don't have any trouble getting anything I want. Shot in the small town of Campbellsville, Kentucky, the episode features a local teen and her father, the man who's footing the bill, Kentucky oil tycoon Gary Milby. I love oil. Oil means shoes and cars and purses. This oil here will make over 120 barrels a day. How many Louis Vuittons is that worth? A bunch. What makes this episode special is the fact that for months, people at home have been wondering what happened to the cash they invested in Milby's oil wells. Now they have an answer. Oh, my God! That's my money. Well, he's got a lot of guts to do that. And I don't blame him for start carrying a firearm after that. Laird Robinson lives with his wife in Missoula, Montana. He's a former U.S. Forest Service smoke jumper who once parachuted out of planes to fight forest fires. He first hears about Milby's company, MidAmerica Energy, during a cold call from a salesman in 2006. Called and said, uh, we have a, a heck of a deal. Uh, the property is in Kentucky, and uh, it's looking real promising. We have developed a few wells already, and they are producing. It would be a good fit for you. Robinson decides to take the leap. The pitch that he and many others hear is similar to one that Milby makes to a small group in Cincinnati, Ohio, in 2005. So production on these things, you can count on 30 barrels a day, okay, uh, per well. With oil prices surging, Milby says he's using a can't-lose technique to find black gold in Kentucky. He says he's drilling in the areas between older wells, using their past production as a guarantee of future returns. 
Well, that sounds phenomenal, but if you got a well here and one here and you drill in between them, you're going to hit a well. Investors can buy into deals featuring three wells and costing between eighteen dollars and $49,000. Each is sold as a partnership, sporting a name like Black Gold or Fort Knox. Names that not so subtly hint at the riches that will definitely come. Every well that we drill, every program is guaranteed. If I don't hit all, I don't get over for free. Milby says that within 90 days, investors will start getting monthly checks of up to $4,800. Checks which will come for decades. I've been very blessed. The Lord took care of me well. I make a lot of money and have a lot of fun. These wells that I'm offering you folks to get into today, okay, will last longer than I'm going to live. According to Milby's written materials, first-year projected returns range from 49% at the low end all the way up to an astounding 136%. Some in the crowd wonder, is this too good to be true? So what are the risks? What are the risks? We don't have any risks. That's a big statement. After hearing a similar pitch on the phone, Robinson and his wife decide to put in $48,000. But Mid-America wants them to invest more. Well, first of all, I thought I know about zip, about oil. I also felt like, you know, I'm not, not on my home turf here at all. So oil in Kentucky, I want to see it. Like he does with many investors, Milby flies Robinson and his wife out to see the oil fields. It's here that they, and many others, first meet him face to face. That's one of the old wells that was built in the late 60s. It's still producing. It makes about eight barrels a day. Wow. He wasn't slick. He wasn't smooth. But his, his country uh, approach to things, to me, it created trust. Let me tell you, whenever it comes to drilling, the best geology is called closeology. You get in between producing wells, you always get one. According to FBI Special Agent Lawanda Hill, each visit to the field builds up to a climax in which Milby shows investors the oil that's spouting from his wells. They would actually see oil gushing from these pipes. Who wouldn't invest in that? After visiting the site, Robinson and his wife put in another $72,000. They're not alone. In just over a year and a half, 375 investors from across the U.S. invest $19 million in Mid-America. But who is the man they've entrusted with their hard-earned cash? Gary Milby was a great salesman who had the ability to separate investors from their savings. According to one of Milby's lawyers, he's a good old boy who could sell ice in Antarctica. Postal Inspector Roberta Bottom says Milby is hardly the tycoon he pretends to be. He's actually a failed oil man who sold cars right before he started Mid-America, selling cars one day and oil and gas investments the next. Milby first dabbles in oil in the 1970s, then returns to the business in the early 2000s in Texas. But investors there accuse him of fraud. Around the same time, he files for bankruptcy. He's represented in both cases by an attorney from Lexington, Kentucky, named Brian Kaufman. 
If anything happened to me, Brian Kaufman, okay, is my trustee of my trust. Now, he has a piece of everything that I drill. Milby lists Kaufman as a reference. And when potential investors call, he keeps quiet about Milby's bankruptcy and his busted deal in Texas. He has a reason to remain silent. Prosecutors say that Milby may be Mid-America's pitch man, but Kaufman is helping run things behind the scenes. Kentucky's oil fields hardly match the grandeur of other better-known black gold hotspots. Still, Postal Inspector Roberta Bottoms says the idea of a backwoods oil fortune resonates with investors. Kentucky and Tennessee has this image in people's mind and, you know, the, the series um, Beverly Hillbillies probably helps to encourage that. And then one day he was shooting at some food and up through the ground come a bubbling crude oil, that is. You know, the whole um, Clampett episode was based on some farmer finding oil in his farm and becoming a millionaire. And I think sometimes people have that image of Kentucky and Tennessee oil wells. With get-rich-quick dreams stuck in their minds, Gary Milby's investors believe they will soon start receiving large checks that will last a lifetime. My son will be still getting checks off of these wells whenever I'm gone, and that's what I like. That's what I'm doing it for. And now hopefully his kids will be getting it. Oh. Some investors do get a few small token payments, but most aren't even that lucky. We'd been in since January, and now we're into March, and we haven't seen anything, not one check. I'm saying, what's going on? Quickly, investors learn that the only things they'll be getting from Kentucky are excuses. There was always some excuse as to why they weren't producing. They'd say the weather had been bad, they hadn't been able to get into the fields. Ken Taylor is an assistant U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Kentucky. All their workers that normally would be working the wells are now down in relief efforts in Katrina down in New Orleans. He was having trouble getting electricity to the oil wells. There's just a number of, of reasons why they weren't able to produce what was promised. We ship oil up here off these projects that we're going now about every other day. Um, Before they invested, Milby led many people to believe that he was their partner. He convinced them all that he didn't get any money until they got money. He writes me my check just like he writes him yours. But in truth, Milby's success has very little to do with his oil wells. Oil developers make their money in one of two ways, either above the ground or below the ground. Below the ground, of course, is taking oil, producing it, selling it to market. Above the ground is simply collecting money. And that's what Gary did. He raised money. Anytime you've got a lot of gas, Milby does have oil leases, drills, and pumps, but their use is hardly what one would expect. The oil wells, leasing the land, he had to have those props to sell the investors a pipe dream. Even the gushing wells shown to investors are props, pumped full of oil and primed to blow when new money appears. It was basically a dog and pony show that Gary Milby used in order to get more investors to invest. 
it works. While Mid-America raises close to $19 million, they produce oil worth a mere 893,000. Experts say that even if Milby wanted to, harvesting the amount of oil he promised is not possible in Kentucky. Well, they believed that they were gonna see 40, 50, 60 barrels of oil a day. That's not gonna happen. There's just not that much oil there. Kentucky wells just don't produce at that volume. There's not enough oil being produced in Kentucky to pay what he was guaranteeing. In approximately one year, Milby makes off with close to $4 million, spending big on himself and his family. His attorney, Brian Kaufman, gets $4.8 million, much of which he moves overseas. It seems there's plenty Kaufman is doing that goes beyond the scope of just being Mid-America's lawyer. Lawyers who are just lawyers, and they can point to where their fee came from with what they did on the ground. He kept an, an, a, a very large portion of money without explanation. Lawyers don't do that. Though they are flush with cash, these types of scams can only last so long. By the spring of 2006, state and federal regulators begin acting to shut down Mid-America. The FBI in Nashville receives complaints and agent Lawanda Hill begins talking to victims. With pressure mounting against him, Milby tells investors Mid-America is not a scam. He's just run into a spell of bad luck. Gary had basically said, I tried to make you money. I wasn't successful. I'm sorry. I'm broke. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Authorities and investors may be circling around Gary Milby and Mid-America. But instead of laying low, in February 2007, he decides it's time to rub salt in their festering wounds. For Laird Robinson and many other investors, Milby's appearance on the MTV show My Super Sweet 16 is unbearable. I did not see it. I intentionally did not see it. I didn't want to see it. That's my money. It's not just investors who take interest in the show. It was just so outrageous that he would do that. It's the kind of human story that gets investigators and the police and everyone uh, charged up to do something about it. The show may be the final nail in Mid-America's coffin. But the scam Milby and his attorney Brian Kaufman have been running won't die that easily. The money is just too good. They knew that that company was pretty much done. It'd run its course. So as these con artists typically do, they left that company behind and moved on to a new one and created a Global Energy Group. Victor Satskin is a victim who lost hundreds of thousands of dollars to Mid-America. 
But rather than take the loss, he decides he wants in on the scam and makes Milby and Kaufman an offer they can't refuse. Victor presents himself as kind of a tough guy. I don't know what he said to them, but I think they got the message that, uh, that this wasn't going to be a pretty ending if they didn't and somehow uh, make this guy whole. Kaufman helped Satskin set up a new version of the scam, a company called Global Energy Group. Made to look like it's in Kentucky, Global Energy is incorporated in the Bahamas and has a boiler room in Toronto, Canada. This was all by design to make it more difficult for regulators and investigators um, to look into the case. When it's time to train their new boiler room sales team, they know who to ask. Okay, my name is Jerry Miller, and I'm in the oil and gas business. Been that way all my life. After his appearance on MTV, using the new name Jerry Miller may be a good idea. But the pitch he's teaching is vintage Gary Milby. Well, for instance, if I've got oil here, 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 and here, and here, Damn right, I'm gonna get all here when I drill. I'm gonna get all here when I drill, and here too. I'm building in and around in between producing oil wells. So that eliminates the risk. After Milby is done with his presentation, Kaufman and Satskin have a surprise for him. They just basically said, you're out. They probably believe that Milby was uh, a loose cannon. Uh, maybe the MTV thing proved that to them. What's he going to do? Go to the authorities and say, they're cheating me, they're stealing my money? He's a crook. He can't do that. Though Milby is gone, it seems his training does the job. In 2007 and 2008, Global Energy Group brings in more than $16 million. Kaufman's name is all over the company. And in April 2008, Kentucky officials come to him with questions. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I did. He tried to make it sound like uh, he didn't know much about it. I think he's, I think they're drilling down in Greene County or Adair County, but um, I'm not real sure. That's all false. Eventually, investigators in Kentucky connect the dots between their case and FBI agent LaWanda Hill's Mid-America case in Tennessee. Once we start putting the case together, we realized it was one large overarching scheme that Mid-America had kind of morphed into global energy and that it was the same scheme operated in two different phases. In December 2009, Milby, Kaufman, and Satkin are indicted for their roles in the Kentucky oil wells scam. After an approximately four-week trial, a jury finds Milby and Kaufman both guilty. Milby gets 20 years in prison. Kaufman, who still claims he was just acting as a lawyer, gets 25 years. Satkin testifies against his partners and gets three years in a Canadian prison. Now, the Sweet 16 party that brought attention to the scam is just a painful memory. Little of the $36 million taken in by Mid-America and Global Energy has been recovered. In the wake of the fraud, the lost cash has led to divorces, health problems, foreclosed homes, 
and college dreams dashed. They destroyed a lot of people's lives. And they affected us. I mean, $120,000. It was the majority of what we'd put away. And I'd like to knuckle him. I don't want to kill him. I just want to knuckle him. That's all. Thanks for listening to the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.